You're listening to the Ask Drone You podcast. You ask, we answer your drone questions. Whether you're here to turn your passion into profit or you simply fly for fun, we're a community of learners and teachers who aspire to achieve greatness. We are Drone You. Hey everyone, and welcome to another interesting episode of Ask Drone You. We've got a great business proposal slash idea slash question today. I think it'll be a good one. Uh, I think it'll also make many of you think about uh, just the numerous opportunities that are out there. Um, but as always, my name is Paul. My name's Rob. Thank you for joining us today. Super glad to be hanging out with you and appreciate you spending a few minutes of your day with us. Excited to get into this. Definitely, definitely. We're going to get right into it today, which this show is brought to you by our upcoming mapping classes. We have changed the mapping curriculum as a whole, just adding to it so that way students get more time to practice their photogrammetry skills. In addition to that, we've been working with Wingtra to be able to offer, well, fixed wing information and classes as well. So that way you can practice acquisition, not just with a multi-rotor, but also with a fixed wing as well. So for all of you doing those big missions, well, might be helpful to you. Check those mapping classes out. You won't want to miss it if you want to gain confidence and you want to streamline that learning curve because mapping does have a long learning curve. And if you're ready to crush that learning curve, then you've got to think about attending a Drone U mapping class. Check them all out. Go to thedroneu.com, scroll down to events, and you can see we've got quite a few classes scheduled for the rest of the year, giving you time to plan. And I'll see you there. Hi, Drone You. My name is Sam, and I currently live in Alabama. And I just wanted to run an idea by you that I've been brainstorming. I was possibly thinking about calling it roof scouting. And the idea is that I would fly my drone over neighborhoods, entire neighborhoods, and get bird's eye view photos of each house in that neighborhood, and perhaps even for commercial buildings as well. And then I would label each of the photos collected uh, by address and any photos that I found that basically show roof damage or roof wear or basically the need for a new roof, I'd highlight those in some way and then provide all these photos for the entire neighborhood with the highlights to a roofing company as basically a, a collection of leads that they could use to identify possible customers and uh, people that they could uh, maybe easily target for their service. And I was just curious what your thoughts were on the idea. And my kind of concern is flying over people's houses and taking pictures of people's houses while Google Earth, you know, Google Maps, they do the same thing basically just from a satellite, which, I mean, I don't see people giving them trouble. But for a drone where somebody can actually see you sending the drone up in their neighborhood and everything like that, I could see some people getting upset about it. But I haven't really seen anything, at least for Alabama, where it would actually be illegal to do. But just was curious what input you might have and what thoughts you have on the idea and what issues I might run into from your experience. Thank you for all your guys' advice and keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> Sam, thank you very much for the question. Love uh just the way that you're thinking, definitely seeking to think outside the box. And it makes me want to say to everybody else, if you have ideas like Sam just shared, of course, some of you might want to say, well, I have an idea. I don't want to put it on a podcast. And then everybody has my idea. <laughs> sort of get that as well. Um, but so I, I guess in that sense, appreciate Sam's 
boldness even more. The way that, that I think uh, we try to look at that, and I think Sam looks at that, is there's plenty of business out there. And the more we help each other and the, and the more that you just go be the best at it, um, the more fine you're going to be. So thank you, Sam. I think uh, that point that you kind of just hit, that you've got to be the best at it, this is one of the questions that I was going to ask you kind of af- after we discussed the uh, idea as a whole, which mm-hmm. is, what do you like? What are the best ways to really measure um, the overall total capacity or revenue generation that could be done with this? Because you said, you know, if you're the best at it, I think that that's something that we've seen with a lot of drone pilots that if they create good systems to essentially account for how they're bringing in the clients, how they're servicing the clients, and how they're kind of systematizing this so that they can scale it up really quickly. I mean, I think that there are opportunities in nuanced verticals for really any drone pilot because a lot of drone pilots kind of dip their toes in, but they don't Mm -hmm. go quote unquote all in. Right. And that was one of the questions I was going to ask you is at what point do we kind of go all in with this? Um, You mean with drones in general or like taking an idea like Sam's? Taking an idea like Sam's and, you know, creating the marketing material, the relationships, et cetera. So... Well, it's interesting because as we were listening to the question, and of course, by the time we record a show, we've listened to it a couple times at least. And so I've been thinking a little bit about it. And one of my questions that I've been asking myself is, well, how are you going to monetize this in such a way that, and I think this is sort of at least in part what you're getting at, how are you going to monetize it in a way to to where it's worth it? Um, Because if you're, for example, if you're selling leads online, those are, I mean, a couple bucks per lead, generally speaking. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're, depending on the industry, it might be a mortgage lead. And if it's been weeded very well and vetted very well, then you might have to pay a couple hundred bucks for a lead. So it depends. But it got me to thinking that it seems that perhaps Sam could go further down the sales channel and maybe actually do some selling himself. Mm. And create some revenue that way, working in conjunction with the roofing companies that he chooses to work with or that might be interested in what he's thinking. And so you could help them create the system to do what you're giving them the photos to go do because they Mm -hmm. probably don't have that. And it also makes me think of, uh, in some sense, you know how... And this is getting a little bit more into what you might talk about in terms of worrying about people seeing you flying and so forth. I don't think that's going to be a super big issue for Sam. But like when you go into an older neighborhood, perhaps, or even actually your neighborhood, because it's a newer neighborhood, and you see those landscapers that just throw like a bag of rocks with a little note in Mm -hmm. it, it's the same concept. Yeah. Right? But in terms of monetizing it, I think that's definitely going to be a challenge. Um, So in order to try to get the most out of it, I think I would probably try to go a little bit further up the chain and and see if you could create some systems that would be helpful to the roofing companies. It's going to be more saleable as an idea in that sense as well. Well, and, you know, in talking about before we get into the viability and whatnot, talking about this as a whole, I'm pretty sure uh, David Boggs, who has a roofing company in Kentucky, does exactly this. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he's been actually doing it for a while. That said, in regards to the market as a whole, too, we've kind of seen a slowdown in real estate. And I think we're starting to see a slowdown in other contracting things. And it's been extremely busy recently. So this could be actually a great time for him to go out and do this. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Mm. Now that said, the way that I would go about, again, before we talk about the actual operation as a whole, the way that I would go about this is I would be reaching out to the owners of these roofing companies and set up demonstrations and kind of showcase what is possible. And then I would also plan to present at a roofing uh, contractors mm. like networking group or something like that. So that way you hit, you know, you have these initial client relationships, these touch points. But then when you go present in front of all of them and they're like, oh man, he already talked to me about that. And your presentation is literally all about this system of quickly acquiring new leads and doing it at scale. I think a lot of roofing contractors would be really stoked to hear what is a scalable high volume methodology of acquiring new clients. And um, I would say, I think that would be my tact because then you create a little bit of scarcity, meaning you've already talked to these clients. And then if they see you at the roofing presentation, which by the way, I've done this exact um, uh, strategy, but with construction, when they see you at these presentations, now they're like, oh shit, there's other people involved. I better work with him. Mm. And then he essentially creates his own scarcity and he can charge more for the product. It may even work out, like you said, where he on honestly creates his own job for one roofing company. If he works with a big one and he goes out and he does this particular project, well, and then if he can go reach out to those people, that might be a great uh, way to do it. I think you're going to have a fine line though, um, as far as data acquisition and as far as presentation of that data, meaning that, you know, in roofing, uh, inspections and we have that residential roofing class, we're about to launch the commercial roofing class on props and they're two very different systems. And with residential, you're really looking for those screw shadows, the roof damage and all of that. And I think that he'll be able to fly pretty quietly and clandestinely to acquire those photos. I think the real question comes in is how is the data used to present to a potential client? Because if you fly right over their roof line and showcase, you know, the shadows of nails or something like that, that might seem intrusive to a potential client and that might actually put a bad taste in their mouth mm -hmm. and then he couldn't get the client. So mm -hmm. I think... The altitude of the imagery is going to be probably quintessential. And I think the system for presenting the information to a potential client should be really well thought out. Um, because, you know, if he's taking images from high above, uh, you know, let's say he takes a nadir uh, orientation photo of a home, you marking these images, like he said, oh, I might classify them by address. Well, if you just take one photo over each house, it should already essentially be done for you. You can pull it up in preview. It'll show you the address and the GPS coordinates. Um, you could even, using a particular drone, like an enterprise drone, you could even have that data stamped onto the front of the photo and then you know you could put the address over the GPS coordinates itself mm -hmm. um, again I think it's a very viable um, business uh, very I, I again I go back to um, how does he do market research, Rob? How does he know that this is a viable way of going about it? Or will he just not know until he gives it a good three to six month trial? Like what, what would you no, do? No, no, I definitely don't think that in this case, I think there's too many opportunities to go talk to the roofing contractors who, you know, it's interesting because when you talk about the change in the economy and I think we've all felt it or we're seeing it, whatever, it's a relative concept um, or a relative phenomenon such that roofing contractors being specific might have been producing at 
X, right? Mm -hmm. A pretty high level because everybody's been so busy. And then just a drop down from that, they might still be doing relatively well, but to them, it feels like, oh crap, this is different. The revenue went from here to here, even though this is more than we used to make 10 years ago. I don't know that they're thinking about that. Mm. So in terms of the opportunity, I think it's very real. And talking to roofers and getting an idea of what they think, getting their feedback. I will tell you this. When we started the mortgage company years and years and years ago, that is the first thing we did. We interviewed as many realtors as we could get our hands on. And that sounds bad. <laughs> we interviewed did as you many. Shake them too? <laughs> <laughs> we interviewed as many realtors as we could get in front of and got some really great feedback and intel as to what their sticky points were. And that was super helpful and and what the market looked like in terms of what they needed, wanted, et cetera. Same thing's gonna happen with roofers. They because you might have one thing in mind of this is what I want to do for you. And they might say, you know what, I don't know that we really need that, but if you could just like switch 10 degrees in your thinking and do this for us. Now that could be really powerful. I don't know if there's anything like that or not, but very well, maybe. And so having those conversations up front now, having doing a couple of flights so that you have something to show them. Sure. But waiting three to six months to try to prove the concept on your own, I wouldn't do that. I'd start talking to people right away. Well, and I think you made an important point that I think he should go out and he should have example data that he can showcase maybe in these interviews or in these relationships. Maybe you take someone out to a beer or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I would also have some sort of like presentation or brochure to say acquiring clients at scale. Mm -hmm. And then kind of I wouldn't give away like the meat and potatoes of how you do it. Because like, for example... If Sam was smart, he could go through public records and look at which neighborhoods were maybe built 20, 30, 40 years ago yep. and highlight those particular areas because those roofs are going to be coming due for replacement or repair anyway. Mm -hmm. And so I think that it could be a phenomenal opportunity mm -hmm. for him. And maybe he even wants to, you know, try to work his way and build his network into these roofing contractors and then learn the insurance process. Because a lot of roofing contractors, at least before COVID, when things were slower, would, you know, say, we will, you know, inspect your house. If you need a new roof, we will file the insurance claim for you. We'll take care of it so that it's all paid for and you're not paying for anything out of pocket, et cetera. So I think having that presentation of like, hey, we're going to give you clients at scale. We're essentially, this is how we do it. It's aerial data collection. We look for these particular things, hail damage, uh, shad small, tiny shadows that look like, you know, uh, nail protrusions coming up um, or wind damage, you know, have certain things that you showcase in this presentation of this is what we look for. Mm -hmm. You know, I would not talk about the types of neighborhoods that you're looking at and then focus on providing a system of maybe systematically um, exploring entire cities step by step by step and providing potential leads to them for a fixed rate. And then if they sign on getting like a higher commission based percentage or something. Um, but yeah. he, again, he could end up just creating a job for himself with one of the larger roofing companies, because mm -hmm. we know when it comes to roofing contractors, when it comes to insurance brokers and adjusters, this is something that they want. And you might even create a relationship with an insurance adjuster that moves up the chain to an insurance company where now you are documenting 
the real condition of homes, especially homes that are prone to hail damage, so that these insurance companies have a real uh, real life example of the current status of these homes before something happens so that they can go back and reference the data and know, you know, just uh, exactly what to, re- excuse me, replace or fix or, excuse yeah. me. So I think it's a great opportunity, Rob. I think. Yeah, I agree. The way that he goes about it will be really important. Like you said, just kind of recapping, go out and do it, create the marketing material, think out the system step by step. So easy. Your 97 year old grandmother could do it. Write out the entire client navigation. I would produce a presentation first and then maybe like some marketing material and then start going out and creating these relationships with roofing contractors, offering them demos, um, offering them, you know, chances to meet up, beers, Mm -hmm. lunch, whatever. Um, because again, if you can showcase to them how you can build revenue, reduce liability and scale their business in a systematic means, I know a lot of these roofing contractors or a lot of contractors in general are not very tech savvy. They're not very web or internet savvy either. And if you can even bolster, you know, what you're doing as far as data collection with helping them with marketing and their websites, Gosh, that turns into a very lucrative opportunity right there. So, yeah, absolutely. And a, a couple of things you might want to check out the roofing inspection class that Tom did because it's going to give you some really great insight into the review of the roof process that you might do on your own so you could um, you could do some weeding out for them, right? Mm-hmm. They may or may not want that, but at least you'll be knowledgeable enough to do it. And then I also wonder about what kind of software there is that's available to present this data, because I know Tom talks about a couple mm-hmm. in the class as well that are built for this kind of thing. But what are you thinking in terms of the software to actually show the roofing companies, the roofs, et cetera? Or are we just talking like images in a Google file or something? You know, it's a really good question. I think to reduce the expenses, um, I would probably look at what these other softwares are producing, like Eagle View, and try to mimic the reporting look. Um, I think you might gain good insights on what roofers are looking for. I think we also just gave some really solid information. And again, check out the uh, residential roofing class. It is free to members, and you'll get a lot of information um, because Tom is an insurance broker, I mean, or adjuster. That's what he does. So I think you'll get really great intel there. You know, back to the reports, Rob, I would uh, maybe use a Vistaprint template for my brochures and a Google Slides template and do that. If you wanted to go super detailed, and like you said, these people who make the best systems with the best quality, they're the ones who keep getting the jobs. Maybe something um, like Optelos, uh, maybe something, I mean, you can add Open Drone Map uh, and, and actually add that plugin to your site. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things I did with Party Trolley a long time ago is you can take Google Maps API and create a private uh, web interface for that and then add all of your own data and then embed that on your site. I think that's something that I would do is if like, let's say I scanned an entire neighborhood and I had 10 good hits, I could put all those hits as pins and then put it on like a password protected web page and present it to the client that way. I think that level of sophistication will really show well and it'll say a whole lot without you having to say a whole lot. Um, And so I think that's kind of when I think about it creatively, um, Rob, Mm -hmm. that's kind of like what comes to mind. But 
Yeah, we actually do that on our site as well. The where in the world. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So perfect example. So yeah. Um, that said, I'm not sure it'd be necessary to buy software, but Sam, I think you got a great answer to this question. Uh, again, we do know DroneU members. David Boggs was one of the first 100 um, that do this already in other areas, other regions. And uh, who knows? It might even open up some more opportunities for you as well. I know with commercial buildings, the need for this is is insane. Uh, it's, you know, we just worked with one of the largest roofing distributors, contractors in the country to d build them a class specific to what they want um, and be able to deploy pilots all over the country. So this is this is a need for sure. And I think the way that you go about it is going to impact the results or um, the success as a whole. Having those systems, good presentation, come up with a couple different pricing packages, et cetera. And like Rob said, maybe you can even turn it into a more robust system where you're doing the selling for these roofing contractors. So um, one thing that I would say is that if you do work with these roofing contractors, I recommend taking like a payment through Square where you can save their credit card information under a PCI compliance. And that way, if like you're taking a half payment and need to collect, one of the worst things in this business is having to go collect payments from people. And you really have to protect yourself on the front end for that. So I recommend Square. They can save their card information and then you can just auto charge them once the job is complete and uh and your chargeback um evidence or paperwork is just the contract that you sign with them up front so that way you don't lose the money but sam thank you for your question we do appreciate it i seriously everyone i highly recommend the residential roofing inspection class um, by tom powers and um we did already build a system for coaching and consulting for tom Glenn LeBay, a few others. So if you do have questions direct for him, you can schedule a coaching call um, and uh, get those answers. So I think we did a great job though, Rob. Um, and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, shocker, <laughs> bias. Um, but Sam, thank you very Me much. Too. Yeah, thank you very much for your question, man. I love the creative uh, juices that you've got flowing yeah. and just match that with some discipline and you're going to be just fine, so... Indeed. Please keep us up to date. Yeah, let us know uh, what you decide to do and how it goes. Definitely. Love to hear. That's going to do it for us today. My name is Paul. My name is Rob. And this is another episode of Ask Drone U. We believe that videos, images, words, and sounds have the absolute power to inform, inspire, and entertain. We reject indecision, confusion, and vanity, for they work against the community. We are united under the virtues of safety and knowledge. We are a training community of learners and teachers who encourage and energize each other to achieve greatness. We are pilots, videographers, photographers, freelancers, business owners, enthusiasts, experts, and apprentices. We are creators. We are the Drone You.